Trevor Leggett, welcome to the Leggett Podcast. Here we are. Yeah. 2023. Yeah. July. In the, the last uh, last 10 years, just going to go over where, where we come from in the last 10 years. If I start off where we were, mm. where we came from back then, 97, me, Leo, Simon, Steve, yeah. four of us, two secretaries. Blimey. A long journey. God, yeah, so 25 years later, there's 800 of us. Mm. <laughs> yeah. no, that is incredible, isn't it, the growth? Yeah, so, but, you know, like, like over the last 10 years, where we've like, started to grow the business across, well, across what, 45 departments in yeah, France? 45, yeah. 45 mm. plus now. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And we've had some surprises, haven't we, along the way? Big surprises, yeah. Uh, it hasn't just been in our uh, uh, traditional stronghold. Uh, no, that's right. We've expanded in some, in, in some geographically uh, places that are, you know, a long way away. You know, Alps, yeah. Brittany, etc. Well, it's all about the people, isn't it? Really? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you think about, you know, some of the some of the guys that have built businesses for themselves within our business. Yeah. Wish we would never have achieved it without them. Incredible, and they've done it. To be it quite is, quite, yeah. especially for some of them. Well, you know, either mm. either was transport company, then property mm. building, and then mm. real estate. A lot of them we all started together, really. As yeah. you know, although you and I have been in real estate yeah. for some time before. Mm. I mean, you had your own agency in the UK, didn't you? Yeah, too, yeah. yeah. Uh, but it just goes to show, as you say, it's people business. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and certainly like any other business, uh, uh, the leaders in, in your business have basically led from the front independently. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know. And they haven't all done it their own way, have they? I mean, some of the guys have done it one way, some have done it another, and it all seems to work. I mean, it's a bit like sales in general, really, isn't it? There's more than one way to skin a cat. Exactly. I think the one thing that everyone's had in common is customer care. And yeah. I think they've all genuinely cared about Definitely. the service levels that we've Definitely. tried to achieve over the years and customer satisfaction's been at the heart of the job, really, isn't it? Well, yeah, and the priority's been actually achieving the result, not necessarily how you achieve it, with that caveat on customer care, obviously. Yeah, and also yeah. the creativity of like running our own sites, building our own databases, all the IT in the background, Incredible. all the yeah. different ways of marketing properties. We've been pretty innovative, haven't we, with... Well, we have. You know, we did the VTs, what must be, when did we start doing virtual tours? Must have been 12 years ago. I was going to say 2012, yeah, yeah, t- yeah. something like that, Trevor. I remember Cyril said to me the other day, he said, yeah. do you know, realize we've done 50,000 VTs? I said, you were joking, haven't we done 50,000 VTs? I don't know how many videos we've done either. I mean, our YouTube channel's going well. A lot harder to make a video, though, isn't it, than to make a, mm. a virtual tour. But, I mean, the results from video have been incredible for us, haven't they? Well, yeah, do you, yeah, and uh, Cyril did the first virtual tour for, uh, for when I was an AC for the local team here down in yeah. Bronton for me on a on a, uh, on a development of new homes in Bronton. Well, do you know, I remember when he yeah. actually does a lot. Of, I remember when he actually did a VT for Chris to sell his house because he didn't want to go yes. to an agent. So yeah. he said, "Okay, what I'll do is I'll do a video of your house." And, and, and he, he, so he did the VTs and then done a video with it as well. Started using drones. I mean, drones were new then. Yeah. And then he actually sold the property very, very quickly. So I said, hang on a minute. I said, you didn't go to an agent. You've done that all on your own. He went, no, I employed Cyril to do it. So mm. Cyril, so I said, well, hang on a minute. I've got to give yeah. that man a job, haven't I? Yeah. And that was when Cyril joined us. Oh, well, that's it. We've gone from strength to strength, haven't yeah, we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he's been a good lad. Mm. Uh, I mean, the, 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 the other thing is that the strength of some of the guys that have done so well working for us. I mean, they've... I can't believe it sometimes. I mean, Yvonne, for example, 
I mean, she was like five years, not a lot going on, really, yeah. in fairness. Down with the Mindy Perenice, yeah. All of a sudden, I don't know what happened there, do you? Mm. She's gone from strength to strength. No, as you said, it's a it's a people business, and yeah. and more and more people joined us as, as the team got momentum. Yeah. Uh, and uh, uh, the results follow. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, it, it's a people business with its buyer-seller agent, uh, a regional manager. Yeah, we're, we're all in it together, as you say, all 800 of us. Yeah. Uh, and it's, it's incredible that we've got 600 and, 670 agents today, and, and 10 years ago we had 200. Yeah, it's not really without its issues, is it? No. Let's be honest. I mean, no. Some of the periods have been difficult. I mean, from 2008 onwards, it's been pretty good. I mean, now we're running into probably the first downturn in business that we've seen yeah. since... 2007 because the business was already starting to slow a bit then and obviously interest rates this is the first time we've had a major hike in interest rates. Well yeah and that's complicated the issue because our buyers now are under extreme affordability pressure with that increase yeah you know you know 400% increase. Yeah but luckily luckily, there's not a lot of property for sale. No. It keeps keeping prices up at the moment and I can't see it really changing. Because I can't mm, see them being well, an awful, like, huge influx of property to market. No, I can't see it either, Trevor. Uh, and, and you know, from, from Easter, 2000, Easter 2022, where, uh, where Natalie Leggett estimated there was probably two or three buyers for every new property that come to market. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now we're at a perfectly balanced one-to-one, i.e. one buyer for every new mandate that comes to the market. On certain properties, we have three buyers for one property. Absolutely. Absolutely, but uh, but now we're in a perfectly, you know, analysts would say a perfectly balanced property market, uh, where, uh, where basically we have as many buyers as sellers, and uh, and you know, do you think it's going to change? I, do I think it's going to change? I think that I personally think that it's changed already. Yeah. In in the respect that prices are no longer increasing generally, apart from in some pockets. Yeah. I think we've come out of a major boom in the last three to four years. Partly fueled by the epidemic, where people are coming to rural areas. Are mm. Partly fueled by one percent interest rates. Yeah. You know, and, and it's, and I, it's funny know. though that the market is mirrored, isn't it, throughout Europe? If you look, when I was yeah. travelling around Europe the other day, I was just having a look and talking yeah. to people. I did went through about ten countries in the space of ten days, and uh, on that rally, which yeah. is quite fun. Oh yeah, and uh, I was just having a look and so thing. And there's a real shortage of stock everywhere. Yeah. And when you talk to people. The market is pretty much the same everywhere. Yeah. I mean, the, the UK possibly a bit worse because they've suffered slightly higher interest rates even than the rest of Europe. Yeah. But you know, you know, the figures that have been released there for the first half of this year are probably worse than I thought they would actually mm. be, which is a little bit of a shock. I thought, wow. Yeah. But you know, reality, we knew that things were slowing down a bit, but. Uh, Mandate stocks this year, I mean, our instructions were taking on slightly more instructions than we did are. this time last year. It's uh, unless there's a huge influx of property to the market, I can't see house prices coming down. I can't see no, it moving. No, but it, absolutely, I, I, in, a, in, a, you know, in a perfectly balanced market, like we said, where there's as many buyers and sellers, yeah. as, as as many buyers and sellers as each other, then basically uh, the prices basically yeah. are probably going to flatline. Well, as I said, uh, I said to you last year, didn't I? I, mean, I remember we were sitting talking about it and I said to you, 
anyone's got a mortgage at 1%, yep. it's not going to be hurry yeah, to, said that, you're right. yeah. to sell, are they? No. Especially in France, where no. mortgages are fixed for term. Fixed for 20, and it's 25 years. something in the UK years. nobody yep. even thinks of. And no. now you're lucky if you can get a fixed rate for two years. Two years, yeah. I mean, no. I, know I fixed my mortgage in the UK at 5% a few, well, about 18, months, two years ago. And that's probably the last five-year fixed deal that the bank had on their hands. They, yeah. they literally said, we're never, you know, this is it, it's the last one. Yeah, uh, but, uh, uh, but a lot of French buyers have had, and international buyers in France have had, have had 1% fixed rates for 20 for 25 years put at them. They're not going to be in a hurry to change them for what, uh, for 4.5% fixed for 25 years. No, no. Uh, I heard someone the other day managed to negotiate three and a half. Oh, and good. they were chuffed at three oh, and a half. Yeah, so it just goes to show you now three and a half's a good deal. Yeah. Whereas you'd said that to them a year ago, three and a half would have been like, well, <laughs> no, so you're all right. No, no, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but, uh, uh, but no, you know, it is a perfectly balanced market between buyer and seller. Uh, a, one interesting, a one interesting analyst comment uh, that was read that basically prices, uh, uh, prices need to adjust, not collapse, not fall off a cliff, uh, but they need to adjust to... to to reflect the bar affordability at the moment because their budgets are under increased mm -hmm. pressure from higher interest rates, still still historically quite low. Yeah. And the term, um, of course, now is limited to 25 years. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, yeah. there were mortgages going out, 30-year mortgages fixed for term. In actual fact, young, some young people, I remember getting fixed for term mortgages over 30 years. Yeah. But, I mean, that's yeah. all changed, and not it? Well, yeah. The loan-to-value now is fixed. The debt ratio is fixed. And the banks are actually fined yeah. for going over it. So if the banks don't respect it, now they're actually legally responsible. Yeah, and if we t and if we talk about and if we talk about pricing in the market, even in our record year last year, Trevor, yeah, uh, there is still a margin for negotiation on every sale. The, uh, the average margin yeah. uh, was uh, was about twelve percent. So, so, and that was in a record year. So it'll always continue. There'll always be yeah. negotiation. That, uh, uh, that's the uh, that, uh, that's the basic uh, foundation of the real estate market. Yeah. Being able to negotiate your price, and even in a record year, as I say, it would, well, as long as the know. supply stays steady and exactly. limited, then prices should stay stable. Absolutely. And I can't see any reason why there's going to be an oversupply. I mean, obviously, we all know supply and demand is the key. Factor of deciding uh, yeah. pricing. Yep, you know this adjustment in the market, as 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 we discussed last week, has been going on for just over a year now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and and ultimately, you look at the fact that uh, there was a bit of a rush, wasn't there, last yeah. spring? Because yeah. everyone knew that interest rates were going to go up, and they sort of rushed to get a good rate. Yeah. And there was this like massive last-minute rush. Absolutely. And and that sort of tailed off once. The taux du jour was starting to go up. The taux du jour, obviously, for those who don't understand, is is that the 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 interest rate, which is imposed by the government in France, there's an actual legal maximum amount the banks can lend at. Yeah. And that was reviewed what three monthly traditionally, exactly. and then it changed to monthly. Exactly. And it's it's monthly changed now. to monthly for a reason because yeah. they were bringing the interest rate up yeah. every month. Yeah. That's uh. And they, and they increased it again last week, Trevor, to 5.09% they're allowed to charge as a maximum, including life insurance. Oh, is that now. Told you you had a new one? Yeah, yeah. So, so, um, so there's plenty of latitude there for the banks to borrow. Yeah. You know, but, but, uh, but you know, it, uh, with the buyers, it, it's basically a, a situation where uh, 
they need to get used to this new normal of three to four, five percent interest rates, like we were saying. And I think, and I think there's been a slight transition period over the last six months because of that. I do. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and ultimately, you know, there's still a lot of cash buyers about, though, isn't there? Oh I mean, yeah. Come on. I mean, yep. I mean, yep. The majority of our buyers are still cash buyers. Absolutely. Absolutely. No. Uh, yeah. You're probably looking at a third, third, third split. Third yeah. require a French mortgage, third of cash, and a third have got cash from from remortgaging their property from where they come from, from whatever the country, you know. Uh, no, I don't know. I think a lot of people, a lot of the age group, buying second homes, quite frankly, you know, I've got the cash to buy something else. Yeah. A lot of them, it's inherited money, and a lot of them are like buying a you know, at the moment, and then. They're not in competition so much now, the international buyers, as they were before, because, I mean, obviously, with COVID, we had so many French buyers buying rural property and moving out to the country. And as we've done ourselves, um, the experience of working from home hasn't been the most successful no. one. <laughs> in no. all fairness, you and I never believed in no. it anyway. No, no. But, uh, you know, frankly, I think a lot of companies want their staff back at work now, despite yeah. this, you know, supposed new way of working. Well, hasn't yeah. worked out for everybody, has it? No. Uh, most of us thrive, most of us thrive in, in, in creating a separation between our business life and our personal exactly, life. Exactly, yeah. And whether that's the location yeah. of that, or, do, you know, whatever. I can get in the car, drive to work, and walk, drive away from it, leave it up, Absolutely. leave it at work. Absolutely. <laughs> and pick it up the next morning. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but the, uh, the main uh, the main difference is probably the fact that uh, back in back in spring 2022 uh, the uh, the F name uh, which is the uh, which is the governing body in France for uh, for buying and selling property were basically quoting that it took 61 days to uh, to sell a property get yeah, a property yeah. under offer and now that's gone up to 67. So right, so okay. it's taken slightly yeah, longer so from the heyday. It's a ten percent adjustment. Absolutely. It's a supply limit, but the, the, the supply must be completely restricted, really, at the moment, because obviously if sales are literally, as they say, down the extent they are, and mm. they're still sitting in six or seven days. Yep. So we're definitely bucking the curve there as Absolutely. well. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, 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 but even in a record year, as I say, negotiation always went on. For property. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Well, listen, we've been through like three of them now. I, I remember 89, 90 well, I'm sure you do. Yeah. 2007, 2008. It's about yeah. time we had another downturn. So, uh, To adjust the market, to bring more buyers into the market. Uh, and that's really what's been happening over the last year. Uh, but, uh, but, but as I say, negotiations always gone on, even in the record year. People will still negotiate the prices. Only 30% of properties sold in 2022, the record year, went at the full asking price. 70% were negotiated. And it's still very, very difficult to find the prime properties. The good stuff Definitely. is so hard to find. People are just not, they're not selling it. No. And when they do come on, they're coming on and they're selling very, very quickly still. And at really quite high prices. So that's, like, I think the big difference that is happening is some of the properties that wouldn't, wouldn't sell before. Yeah. Like the village properties with no garden and stuff yeah. like that. That was really difficult to shift, let's be honest. Yeah. I mean, it was difficult to yeah, shift. Yeah, absolutely. It's now going to be difficult to shift again. Again, yeah. Yeah, it's fair enough. Absolutely. Uh, but, but yeah, you know, uh, unless there's time pressure there for a seller to sell who's got to, who's yeah. got to sort after property, well, there's absolutely, uh, there's absolutely no rush, you know. Right.
I said, okay, well, there you go. That wraps that up, Carl. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that was great. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we'll have to it. wait and see what's going to go on with the rest of the year, but I'm fairly optimistic. I'm optimistic as well. Good.